0: So much, appreciate that. I'm grateful to God for the Lamb of God, aren't you? Amen. While the choir is uh, coming down, and uh, we're just want to take a moment to, uh, I guess the children's church is getting over here to the left. Uh, I want to take a moment to do something that's totally not on my plan, <clears throat> but I live by this verse. It says in Proverbs, it says chapter 16, verse 9, that a man plans his way but the Lord orders his steps I don't know about you but I've got a plan every morning when I wake up for the next day and many times that plan gets altered does anybody else's get altered? Amen Yeah, thank you Robbie I appreciate that Robbie's the most honest person in church today that means we're in trouble okay nah hey I'm kidding but I do want to be serious for a moment Proverbs chapter Eighteen, verse ten says these words: "The name of the Lord is a strong tower; the righteous run to it and are safe." Aren't you glad to know that? And the twenty-fourth verse of that same chapter says these words: "A man who has friends must himself be friendly. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother." Well, those are two profound. Verses in the word of God, aren't they? Let me tell you why I read those verses. Just a few moments ago, uh, we received word that we'd asked you to pray for John. Just a little bit ago, we received word that he's not doing good. Uh, He's actually doing worse. His uh, oxygen levels are dropping and they're trying to raise them. As best I know and understand, if they're not able to raise them, Soon, that he will have to be intubated. And uh, they're trying not to do that. And uh, I just want to tell you, I've had a lot of friends in my life, and I hope all of you are my friends because I consider all of you my friend. You may not want to be my friend, but I'm going to be your friend whether you want me to be or not, amen? Because I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. But I don't know that I've ever had a friend that's impacted my life any more than John High and I want to tell you why because I've told you as a church John and, and Patrick Beam are my heroes because I've never seen any two young men demonstrate unconditional selfless love the way they do because you know sometimes even as Christians our love's pretty conditional isn't it it's pretty conditional until you say something I don't like you do something I don't like and so then I'll just withhold my love for it. that's why it's important for me to remind you every week when you leave this service that my love for you is not conditional even if you disappoint me even if you break my heart even no matter what you do you're not going to outrun the love that God's put in my heart for you because you know what we all have the capacity to disappoint one another amen we do we're fallen human people need of the touch of the restoring redemptive hand of the master amen I just want to call us together here this morning and, and, and I just want to call us together to lift up our little buddy John John just had a birthday in, in uh, November he reminded me when his birthday was I mean, yeah you remember we had him lead some songs, you know, when he was still healthy enough to do so. He just had a birthday, and he's 46 years though and in those years, these past five and a half years, I can remember even my earliest days of coming home. John was the person that really just God used to minister to me because transition in our life is always difficult, no matter what age we are. But he demonstrated true, unconditional love to me, and I can still remember. You know, last Christmas, he gave me a present. Y'all remember? My new Evel Knievel stunt cycle. <laughs> yeah, and, and, uh, and uh, you know, this past summer, we were gonna to try to get, get him where he was good enough to where we could build some ramps and jump the swimming pool or something, do something really, you know, dramatic put it on tiktok or something so all y'all would see it right i I don't even know how to turn on tiktok but i mean i I hear people talk about it quite a bit but i just want to call us together to pray for john and, and and let me just say this and as we're praying pray for unity among god's people let me tell you something this doggone stinking pandemic's done it's got people really tired and people really frustrated and people are really, you know, uncomfortable to the point that we don't have a lot of patience with one another anymore. And you see it everywhere. And it infiltrates our churches, and we got to really be careful. So I want to pray for John. Bobby, why don't you come up here and help me? Because, uh, Bobby, you love John, don't you? Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, like a son. And uh, I love him. And I always tell Glenn, and I thank him for sharing his little brother with me. He so I didn't have a brother. My little brother uh, would have been 18 months younger than me and he almost made it but didn't quite make it here. for some reason God saw fit that he shouldn't and you know what I grew up all of my life I know some of you saying I would have gave you mine but I'm telling you I I wanted my little brother because everybody says well man you just by yourself you had everything perfect oh it's not all it's cracked up to be and so I tell Glenn, thank you for sharing your little brother with me because he means so much to me. So I just want to call us together here for a little bit. and Let's just call on God. And You know, I really believe that James 5.16 still works. Amen. It's the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man or a woman. It's either way. Avails much. So church, would you join your hearts with me and Bobby up here today? And let's just call on God to just touch our little buddy. Would you do that when you're ready, Bob?
1: Father, at an important time like this, I'm faced with my inadequacies to properly address the situation, I have such faith in your sovereignty. And
0: Said. amen thank you so much Bobby thank you hey Terry if you would just kind of hang out there for a minute I wanna I'm gonna I'm gonna step out of, like I said my comfort zone somebody told me one time there's no growth in the comfort zone no comfort in the growth zone y'all ever heard that before yeah and I wanna just ponder these those two verses I read a moment ago Like I said, I I had a lot of plans, but God just really just arrested my heart here. Because I believe in this room today, there are more people besides me and maybe you or the person beside you that need to run toward the strong tower in the name of Jesus. I would venture to say all of us know somebody that's hurting today, and that person hurting might be you. I'd venture to say all of us know somebody that's sick this morning, and that person may be very close to you. It may not, it may be COVID, it may be some other sickness or disease, but all of us know somebody that's hurting real bad. And all of us have hurt at some point along the way these past two years in ways that we probably thought we would never experience, or if we did, we would not survive. That's where the good grace of God comes in, Amen. I just believe today there's just folks hurting, and maybe sometimes, if we're not careful, we'll get so caught up in our program and in our way of doing things, or preacher get caught up in his sermon or something else, and sometimes we just miss the voice of God who's saying, "I, I really need, I really need to interrupt what you're doing here today." You know, I told you from the beginning that I really believe that most churches, including ours, is in need of a divine interruption of a holy God into the way we call doing church. I told you early on that, and reminded you just a week or two ago that Revelation 3.20, when Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock, he wasn't talking to unbelievers. He was talking to people who belonged to him, the church. And he said, I stand at the door knocking. If any man woke to me, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. He really wants to come and dine with his people in his house. He really wants to be the head of the body, which we read about in Colossians chapter one. Whether you acknowledge that or not, he is. But when we acknowledge that, we walk in perfect harmony and unity and fellowship with the sovereign God of the universe. I just believe today that maybe today is a day that we just let him interrupt our plans. We break our plans and say, I want to meet with my people today. The Psalm, excuse me, you're right here, the writer of Proverbs Solomon said, there is a friend who sits closer than a brother. You may be in this room today and you may not know him as Savior, Lord, or friend. You may be in this room without a relationship with God and in danger of leaving this world without a relationship with Jesus, not to spend eternity with him, but to spend eternity eternally separated from him. You may be in this room today as a child of God and just walking at a guilty distance. I mean, you're glad to know you belong to him. You're going to heaven when you die. But that total, complete surrender of your life is not happening. And I want you to know that's dangerous. And I want to encourage you today that if that's you today, that you would get that right with him. Or maybe today... What God is calling us to do is what we have had such difficulty doing in the past few years because of the culture we're living in. It's calling us to join our hearts together and knit our hearts together as one. Isn't that what the Bible said about David and Jonathan's relationship? That it's possible for people to have that type of relationship this side of heaven. Because as our hearts are knit together with God's heart, we can be knit together with God's people. Church, hear me. I'm really ready. I'm really ready to see a mighty movement of the Spirit of the living God among his people that will burst through these windows and through these walls and out these doors that will forever touch and make a difference in a community that desperately needs to hear from God and it's not just our community it's all around us but this is the one we're responsible for amen this community needs to hear from God and listen how will they hear unless we tell them how will they know unless somebody makes them aware? The Church, I really believe today what God is wanting to do is to call us from our zones of comfort, call us from our padded pews, and enlist us in the service of the sovereign God of the universe. I don't know where you're at today, but I know this, He does. And wherever you are, He can come to where you are. Squire Parsons used to sing this song. said, when I couldn't come to where he was, y'all know the rest? He came to me. I don't know about you, but I know what it's like to be lost. I don't ever forget what it's like to be lost. But I also know what it's like to be a child of the King. Today, here's my encouragement to you. Here's my plea to you. And say, wherever you are, you would allow God to take you to where he wants you to be. Are you in a zone of comfort? Do you know him? Do you have a burden that you need to run to the righteous high tower, the strong tower of God? Because today I really believe God is calling us to himself sometimes He uses the things or people that are most precious to us to remind us of how desperately we need Him. Oh church I want you to know I was fully prepared. I got seven eight pages of notes here today I'm fully prepared to do whatever God led me to do but I'm telling you He's broken my plan and He's told me to call His people to run to the high tower to call his people to quit living in the comfort zone, and to quit making excuses, and start looking for opportunities to be used by a Holy God. So here's what I'm going to do in just a moment. I'm going to pray for us, and in just a moment, I'm not going to ask you to just do. I'm doing what I believe God wants me to do. I'm going to take my place because listen, I can't lead you to where I've not been. And I want to make sure that my heart and life is totally consecrated to the Lordship of Jesus Christ to where he is completely Lord of all. And then here's what I'm going to ask you today. I want to ask you as we pray to say, oh God, where do I stand with you? Am I living in my frustration? Am I living in my circumstances? Or am I looking for you to lead me to the rock that is higher than I and that time I want to tell you, and I know everybody is, you know, being careful and all and I understand. But I want you to know, friend, what we need more than anything is a touch of a holy God. I, I see folks that are saying, well, you know, I don't go to church, it's crowded, and and then you just look and you know, you'll tell on yourself. Right? But I'm telling you, I am not get in any crowd. I'm gonna get in the crowd where God's people's at. I'm going to hang out there because, listen, there is safety and there is power in the name of the Lord. And I believe with all of my heart that it's time. It is past time for God's people to completely surrender to him. Way past time. Father, in the sweet name of Jesus, Oh God, how I have failed you. Oh God, how your people have failed you. But God, we are confident you have never failed us. Lord, I really don't know what you're doing in this hour. I really I'm really not sure and I don't have to be. Sometimes, as a songwriter said, I find myself at a loss for words. And the funny thing is, it's okay. The last thing I need is to be heard, but to hear what you would say. Oh, word of God, speak. Would you fall down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty, to be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay at rest. In your holiness, oh, word of God, speak. Father, I'm praying right now for those in this room who may not have a relationship with you that's never trusted you as Savior. God, may you give them the strength in just a few moments to find a place in this altar and just call out to you to forgive them and make them your child. Father, I'm praying for the man, the woman, the family, that are your children. God, that you're working and you're stirring them and maybe there's some reluctancy or maybe there's some hesitancy or fear, but God, that you would calm those fears today and draw them to a right relationship with you. Father, I'm praying for... Father, for those that are walking at a guilty distance who have allowed things into their life that are your children that are dishonoring you, that are holding them back, oh, God, forgive me, forgive us, forgive us for allowing that to happen because we're so prone to wander and stray. And God, I'm praying for this church. God, you've kept us safe. God, you've you've kept us strong through this time of pandemic. But God, we know that the enemy is working double overtime to try to get us to think wrong, to behave wrong, and God, we know that would bring dishonor to your name. But God, at this time right now, I believe right now here on January the 23rd of 2022 that you are Speaking to your people, and you are calling us saying, Get out of that comfort zone. Get get right with God. Get this stuff out of your heart and out of your mind so that we can be faithfully and fully used of God. Oh God, do what only you can do. Change hearts, change lives, change this church, change this community. And may it all be done for the glory of God. Heads bowed and eyes closed as we're praying. Just a moment, Terry's going to continue to play. I'm going to take my place because it matters that much. Maybe God will lead you to take your place. And could we call on God together as a body today? keep us strong in him and strong with each other because friend we do need God and we do need each other so as Terry plays as God leads you you just honor the Lord may you find a place and let's call on God together Me. Anybody else been good for? Amen. You know, those are times that uh this is the difference between being a pastor and just a preacher. Uh, the preaching part we we never get comfortable with because we realize it's high and holy calling, but we we have to be careful about choosing our ruts. A friend of mine told me he was up in Alaska one time and saw a sign it said choose your rut carefully you'll be in it for the next 200 miles and it's just in those times when we sense it God says I just I need you to do something other than what you had planned I just want you to know today that that's my heart I, I deeply deeply care and love all of you I know sometimes one of the hardest things for me as a pastor is is Brother, Larry, you probably struggle with this too. You can only be in one place at one time, and uh, you never meet everybody's unrealistic expectations and stuff like that. And I, I can live with that because I've lived it almost thirty years. But I never want you to doubt that I love you, and I care about you, and I will be there for you if I know that if I know what's going on. Most times, you don't even know what's going on, or you know. But nevertheless, I'm grateful. I serve with a great group of deacons at the best. I've, I've served with some great men over the years, and I would never discount some of those godly men. But it's a collective group. I know I could call on either one of them, and they are so helpful with our church body, and 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 they help me try to stay focused better on what I'm supposed to do, so I'm thankful. But here's what I want you to know today. As you go out today, i want you to keep your eyes lifted up and i want you to see a hurting humanity and when you see an opportunity that opportunity might be like i've done and you've done you look behind you in that drive-through and you see a mama and about four kids you say, boy they sure could use a blessing today you tell that cashier you want to get that they got 85 dollars worth of chicken back there (laughs) and then I know what some of you do is I'll just make a contribution (laughs) but no it may be that that single mom needs some help we used to have some ladies years ago and it was a larger city area and they'd go over to the rough side of town to one of the laundromats and just hand out tied pods and dryer sheets to the mamas that came in and was trying to wash clothes and and some of them just go over and play games with the kids while their mama folded clothes so they could keep them occupied. It's a ministry. I remember taking my daughters a lot of Christmas Eve's over to the rough side of Rome, Georgia and hand out hamburgers to homeless people who had a tent city just set up there on the side of the railroad track. You never know who it is. It might be your next-door neighbor, maybe somebody you've never known. But keep your eyes lifted up And that way, you'll always see those opportunities. And just do that this week. I just want you to know I love you and I really enjoy everything uh, that God is doing through us. I don't know what the future holds and neither do you, but we do know who holds the future. Amen. And I believe that the opportunities to minister are going to be tremendous. I just want you to pray this for me. As I ask you to keep your eyes lifted up, I want you to pray for your pastor that I keep my eyes up. Because you know what the enemy likes to do? He likes to get you down. He likes to get you down on yourself. He likes to get you down about stuff going on around you that's out of your control. And get you focused on things that would keep you from having your eyes lifted up. So do know that, okay? And as always, you know I love you. And there's not a thing you can do about it. Amen. Amen. Stand with me. Marty, you're going to sing us out today. Wednesday night at 6. I look forward to seeing you. And yes. Oh, wait a minute. Sit down, Marty. One more time. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Bob. <laughs> we must take up the offering. That's twice. man. I tell you what, y'all going to have me checked soon, ain't you? <laughs> Uh, pull my papers <laughs> turn in them ordination papers brother you ain't right <laughs> that's what he'd say but no hey but you know what y'all can never go out and say well that's all my preacher cares about this offering cause twice this year I've said oh lord many of them. y'all know that's not true but uh, we, we are grateful all look at there look at there is he watching can we wave at him oh just a picture Boy, look at that handsome dude right there. Hey, uh, that's all right right there. Thank you for sharing that with us. But as we give today, as always, give from your heart for the glory of God. God's allowed us to be a part of something hell itself can't stop. And that's the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Amen. So as we give today, we're believing that God's going to use it for missions and ministry in ways we never thought possible. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity to give today. Let's join our hearts together and ask God's blessings on it. Thank <laughs> you. Come here and stand by me now, okay, all right? Hey, 6 o'clock Wednesday, everybody, children, student, adults, 4.30 for the choir this afternoon, is that right? Don't forget that, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on Wednesday night. Say, if you're not coming on Wednesday, I want to encourage you to do so if you possibly can, because it'll be something to help you sometimes, just get a little boost through the week. We're grateful, I know we've got, uh, like I said, for the opportunity to continue to minister with online in conjunction with our in-person. But We're just grateful to God. Aren't you grateful to be here today? It's Amen. been a good day. Let's stand together. Marty's going to sing you us out. Lord.